give a woman a phrase and she's going to want a visual to go with it. That's how it all started. One weekend during Easter of 2016, the only thing that popped off the pages of scripture for Julie Storr were the words, so that, and that is where her journey began. Welcome to Lexio the Liturgy, where we unpack the prayers that come from the centuries-old treasury found in the Roman Catholic Church. And now, here's Julie Storr. Thanks for praying with me. This year, the fourth Sunday of Advent is not only the fourth Sunday of Advent, it is the whole week of Advent. Honestly, I always feel like we get gypped of Advent time when Christmas Eve is on a Sunday because the fourth week of Advent is only one day long. Interestingly, this week's collect is also the closing prayer of the ancient prayer, the Angelus. The Angelus, which is traditionally prayed at 6, noon, and 6, focuses on the incarnation of Jesus, and this practice of three times a day mirrors what we pray for. Praying the Angelus interrupts what you are doing, just like the arrival of Christ in the incarnation interrupted the world. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. When we pray the Angelus, we reflect on the visit between Mary and the angel Gabriel. So looking at this collect through that lens makes this prayer our response to Gabriel's words. If we were sitting there with Mary at the hour of the visitation, when the angel told Mary that she was filled with grace, our response to the angel, which is actually our beseeching or begging, could have been, I want that too. I want God to pour his grace into my heart, just like he did with Mary. What was revealed and promised to Mary is revealed and promised to us as well. We have been promised that we can come into glory through the passion and cross of Jesus, but we cannot pick and choose which event of Jesus's life we like best. We cannot separate the mystery of Christ into the main miracles of his life. We should not celebrate his birth without remembering why he came. Likewise, we should not celebrate Easter without recalling that he was born to die for us. When we enter into his glory, we will encounter the incarnate one, the crucified one, and the risen one, and that one is Jesus. There's one more thing about this prayer, and that's in regards to the words, was made known. In the Latin form of the prayer, we find the word coniovimus. Coniovimus does mean to be made known, but it implies that we don't just know someone or know about them. It means that we are acquainted with them. When we are acquainted with someone, we have firsthand knowledge about them because we gained this knowledge through a personal encounter. Advent always seems to fly by with activities and distractions, but it is not too late for an encounter with Jesus. While we will not have the same personal encounter, physical encounter with Jesus quite like Mary did, Jesus wants us to have a personal spiritual encounter with him. Let the Holy Spirit overshadow you and let this encounter bring new life in you. The glory of the resurrection begins with the birth of Jesus. Imagine the brightness of the Christmas star combined with the light of the resurrection. This is the brightness of his light in us, 
as we are filled with His grace. Wishing you a very blessed Christmas. Thank you for praying with me. To learn more about Lexio the Liturgy or to contact me to be a speaker at your next event, head to my website, lexiotheliturgy.com.